0: The best of Taz and Jim. Here's a headline. Lab-grown meat cleared for human consumption by the Food and Drug Administration in the United States. It's weird. Kind of grosses me out. Why? I'm assuming
1: environmental and moral reasons, right? Because I guess it's still, like, they're using cells. So it is kind of a living organism, kind of. Not like the Impossible Burger meat, which is processed vegetables and and other ingredients. This is actual meat. This is
0: lab-grown meat.
1: Don't you just picture like an amorphous blob of cells like in a factory being like, Kill
0: me and then they make bacon out of it. <laughs> like Quato from Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The guy who lives hey, in the belly. Hey, it's me, Quato. Yeah, I don't know. Upside Foods, a company that makes cell cultured chicken by harvesting cells from live animals and using the cells to grow meat in stainless steel tanks. Yeah, it's not getting more appetizing. Will be able to sell its products to market once it's been inspected by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, said a release from the Food and Drug Administration. Like, I guess the FDA
1: has certain guidelines that it must follow, and it must have passed those guidelines, but I, I don't feel comfortable eating this for, like, you know, 50 years maybe I'll have it. But You don't like,
0: want to be the first guy to be eating
1: the, uh, the lab-grown meat, just in case. Well, beef has stood the test of time. We know at this point, more or less, what happens when you eat beef. Uh-huh. This lab-grown... And, like, food scientists, they can never make up their minds. Is milk good for you? Is eggs good for you? Is bread good for you? Like, it always goes back and forth. So one thing could be good for you, like this lab-grown meat could be fine for human consumption. Ten years from now, we could find out, oh, actually, it's terrible for your heart or gives you
0: cancer. I would almost like to be served lab-grown meat without being told it's lab-grown meat. Kind of like the old Folgers, uh, the or the Maxwell House instant coffee commercials. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, how's your coffee? Oh, this is good. Uh. It tastes like the finest coffee in the world. Well, it's instant coffee. It's Maxwell House. Yeah, if
1: somebody did that to me with lab-grown meat, I'd pull a Chris
0: Farley on them. (laughs) What? But wouldn't you like to try it? Because if if I knew it was lab-grown meat, I'm going to be overly critical. If someone served me a hamburger and then afterwards told me that was lab-grown, I'd be like, oh my God, that was the best hamburger I've ever had.
1: I mean, maybe. I mean, you truly could never give an honest opinion unless somebody did pull that on you, but I feel like it'd be a dirty move. Especially a guy with allergies, Taz. You gotta be careful, bro. What if I'm allergic to
0: lab-grown meat? (laughs) True. You never know. Okay, let me ask you this question, because this is kind of, it's almost like a science fiction style food, right? Okay. And you've seen this in movies. (laughs) It's like soylent green. Okay, you got three options. You can eat soylent green. Okay, that's people. You can eat lab grown meat, Mm -hmm. or you can eat the uh, the protein bars from the movie Snowpiercer, made out of the 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 cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah. So, would you rather eat bugs, or would you rather eat uh, natural bugs, or lab grown meat? If you had to choose.
1: For a protein source, I think I'm leaning towards bugs because at wow. least it's natural. You know what I mean? Wow. At least it like wasn't created in a lab. Yeah, I don't want to eat insects, and I know, and I'm, sh- and I don't know that many. <laughs> I, I've heard there's things in insects that humans can't um, quite digest, chitons or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but so I don't think insects are going to save us either. But at least it came from the earth and seems.
0: Like, humans could evolve to eat them. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim Podcast. It's Al Pacino's birthday. He's 82 years old. If you don't know what to get him, I don't think he can go wrong with hair dye. (laughs) True. (laughs) He's been keeping it dark for for quite a while
1: now. Yeah, yeah, a little gray in the sideburns, but uh, yeah, he must need a lot. Say
0: hello to my little friend. (laughs) What's your favorite Al Pacino movie, Jim? Uh, Scarface is a classic for yeah. I would say maybe Heat was
1: my favorite Him and uh, De Niro That's a good one You know, she's got a big
0: butt And you got your head right up it <laughs> <laughs> what he, a line read! He got a head right up, right up in it. He, 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 he's great at going over the top, eh, Pacino? Oh yeah, like he's he's his own character. <laughs> I'm out of order. You're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that? <laughs> 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 send the scent of a woman. I've uh, never seen it. You haven't seen <laughs> no. scent of a Woman? You want know
1: else is another Pacino movie that people. This is like something people would talk about in college all the time. In the same vein as Scarface, I've never seen it. Carlito's Way apparently awesome is movie. amazing. Donnie
0: Brasco. You seen Donnie no, I Brasco? Seen Donnie oh. Brasco. Which one's out of it? What's that oh. about? <laughs> uh, Donnie Brasco. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> Donnie Brasco is. uh, Johnny Depp is his co star. And uh, Johnny Depp's an undercover uh, FBI agent, infiltrates, becomes good friends with Pacino, who's a mobster. And uh, it's about their relationship. Dude, Mm. you're missing out on some good. Write it down. Make a
1: list. I got a Pacino weekend coming up here.
0: (laughs) Uh, Johnny Depp has a little scandal going on right now with his. his defamation lawsuit uh, against his ex-wife, Amber Heard. We'll get more into that coming up on the program. But let's talk about the big Al Pacino scandal of the past month. Did you see this? No, what? Ooh. It was all over the tabloids because Al Pacino, it turns out he was photographed in a restaurant Mm -hmm. uh, with a Shrek iPhone case. (laughs) (laughs) What? this was international news international news Al Pacino has a Shrek cell phone case okay
1: so he's 82
0: but he's still you know young at heart likes to have fun I think it's probably the strategy is like when you buy the ugliest luggage possible because you know no one else is going to have that luggage. Oh, yeah, And you're yeah. at the airport and you see a black bag go by, another black bag, and, oh, is that mine? Is that mine? But if you've got 150 pictures of Shrek's head on your luggage, on the baggage conveyor, chances are... That's your bag. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just looked it up and it is. It is like a bunch of
1: different versions of facial expressions of Shrek in a collage. <laughs> and especially as you get older, the black phone on your black right. leather couch or on your car seat, you know, it, it fades in really. I've done easy. it.
0: I, I can remember I went and watched football at my buddy's place one Sunday. And then when I left, I grabbed his phone by accident. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize till I got home. Oh, yeah.
1: Hopefully, uh, you know, Al Pacino's buddies aren't also big Shrek fans. <laughs> Maybe somebody's got a donkey case. You know, if he's hanging out with De Niro next time, Irishman too.
0: <laughs> De Niro's got donkey. Wouldn't that be fun? Best buds. Yeah. Happy birthday, Al Pacino, 82 years old. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Best of Taz and Jim podcast. Let's go to the phones on this one. I'm curious to know what people think about the Uber driver in Dallas, Texas who posted a story on TikTok here. I've got the audio. Listen to what this Uber driver allegedly did to one of her passengers. I picked up a guy. His wife and his kids walked him out to the car, said, I love you, Daddy, blah, blah, blah. So we go, and we pull up at the stop, and this lady comes out, and she gets in, and she's like, I am so glad you finally got away from your damn wife. Okay, so then he kisses her, and it wasn't a hi-how-you-doing kind of kiss. I took him back to his house
1: and made him and her get out of my car at his home. Where his wife and his kids were. There is nothing worse than a dog.
0: That sassy lady is Ronnie, the Uber driver in Dallas, Texas. And she's having none of it.
1: <laughs> I think Uber should probably fire her.
0: <laughs> Not gonna lie. Even though guys have an affair, you think yeah. uh, there's a little discretion that should be involved in the job, there, Jim? I think so. I mean, she did. She
1: is right. The guy's a dog. He's not a good person. But yeah. uh, I think he paid you for a service that you didn't fulfill. I'm not. This guy's obviously a piece of trash. But to turn around, drop like that's not good for Uber either. <laughs> you know, ten percent of people are going to drop out of Uber because they can't cheat anymore.
0: Do you think your fiancé might be listening to this uh, opinion and, and getting a little concerned here? No, I don't think so. She you're, my, si- you're siding she, with the cheater. She
1: knows my password on my
0: phone. She uses my computer all the time. I think we're pretty safe. Well, the, the thing I'd say is, how do you know he's a cheater? You never know, because I've been in a situation where I have known a husband and wife, and I knew for a fact that the wife had an affair or was sleeping with another man, but was it an affair? I didn't know hundred percent. I didn't tell the guy about it because who knows, maybe they have an open relationship. Maybe he can do what he wants. She can do what she wants. As long as they're not throwing it in each other's faces. That's the arrangement they have. How do you know? That's not the case. Yeah, well, because the woman said, Thank God you got away from your terrible wife. <laughs> if that's what happened, I don't know. Well, you can be in an open relationship <laughs> and your wife or her husband could be terrible. Yeah, listen, if it was my buddy,
1: absolutely, I'd tell him right away. No questions that I would say, Hey, this is what I know. But if I was, let's say, delivering skip the dishes, delivering yeah. skip the dishes, and I saw a guy that I saw to know well, that I was different, like, I would say, This is none of my business.
0: It's like, can you imagine working at a hotel or a restaurant? Or you see people come. Coming in all the time who are having affairs. Yeah, you're like,
1: you were in here last week with a different lady that you said it was your fifth year anniversary with. Who's this lady?
0: (laughs) You know, and uh, can you imagine? It would be a lot more difficult for the cheaters out there uh, if the hotel picked up the phone and just called your wife.
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess I don't know because like cheating is terrible, but it's not illegal, you know. It's not, uh-huh. you know. So if there was something illegal happening and you called, I don't know. I just I don't think it's Uber's business to be honest.
0: I wonder what the review this uh, this guy gave Ronnie. <laughs> was two stars one yeah, star Yeah,
1: she ratted me up to my wife but uh, she didn't talk to me at all which I appreciate three stars and she did have a free bottle of water in the backseat
0: if <laughs> I wanted <it. laughs> a lot of mints the best of Taz and Jim how about this uh, you're gonna be dealing with this at some point in the future Jim what naming your baby yeah hopefully y- you and Sarah want to have kids mm-hmm. hopefully it happens for you um, do you already have a baby name in mind uh yeah, we have a few. Okay, so you've you've already talked about it. Yeah, yeah. That's good, because you don't want to wait to the last minute and have to hire a professional baby namer. This is pathetic. <laughs> this story's all over the place today. Woman charges ten thousand dollars per client as a professional baby namer. Her name is Taylor Humphrey. She's 33. She got started on TikTok helping people pick their baby names and then she branched off into a business. What's in a baby's name? Hmm. And she charges up to $10,000 for consultations to help people pick their baby's name. For example, recently, she helped a couple name their child Parks. So the kid's name is Parks. And... They came up with that because their first kiss, the couple's first kiss, was in a town called Parker.
1: Then name the kid Parker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to college with a guy named Parker. It's a normal, fine name. Parks?
0: Is it spelt Parks? Like P-A-R-K-S? parks like if this kid's last name is And Recreation. Okay. 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 <laughs> Where did you meet your wife, Taz? I met my wife at Joe Cool's, which is a bar an, in I downtown got London. F- I got
1: a name for you.
0: Jokes. <laughs> yeah, when Joe is a normal name. Yeah. Well, then that's why so you're stupid. not a professional baby name. somebody Jim, paid
1: $10,000 for parks?
0: $10,000.
1: How indecisive and/or rich do you have to be? You got to have way to more money. Subcontract
0: this, yeah. Then you know what to do with. Well, she says she recently helped a, a couple who are running out of names because they're expecting their fourth child. So they've all their good names they've used up so they need to drop $10,000 to come up with a fourth name. It's
1: not that. Can't you just ask a friend? Like it's there could there be anything more personal than naming your child? You know, like that's such a connection. And you're going to let somebody else do it for you? They're not going to do it. They're just going to consult you before Still, the fact. Come on. Talk you
0: through it, support you in naming your child. And it's only going to cost you $10,000. Push off. <laughs> If I was uh, the professional baby namer, i might like, do you remember there was the guy who was the, uh, he ran the, the uh, fertility clinic, and it turned out he was using his own sperm to impregnate everybody?
1: Yes, and he was just making fake profiles for each of the alleged fathers. Yeah, but yeah. in the
0: end, he had, he had like 150, 200 children that he had fathered because he was just using his own stuff. Mm-hmm. I would do the same thing as a professional baby namer. I'd be like, you know what? You should name your kid taz (laughs) oh it's so unique yeah nobody has that name next couple uh how about taz have you thought about taz (laughs) it would
1: work for like three years until the baby trending names list would come out (laughs) yeah wait a second It would
0: work until they were all uh, in elementary school (laughs) and the teacher takes attendance (laughs) is taz present all the hands go up (laughs) wait a second what is going on here Thanks for the million dollars, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> the best of Taz and Jim. The whoopsie daisies in Quebec. The uh, Ministry of Health and Social Services in Quebec accidentally um, tweeted out the wrong link. They, they were attempting to tweet out the latest COVID data to keep the citizens up to date. Mm-hmm. Um they tweeted a foot fetish porn hub link oh, instead. Oh boy. At least it was a foot fetish cuz you know it could be
1: a lot lot grosser, you know, if you actually then clicked on a link and it was some other fetish.
0: There's, foot is like the bottom m- end. Many well, it truly is the bottom end. <laughs> it's the lowest you can go in terms of fetishes. Yeah. Toe fetishes maybe if maybe, you want to get yeah. a little bit lower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, could have been an uh, an anana fetish. Those Quebecers. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that was your thing. You got turned on by the anana from Telefrancais.
1: Oh, not a pineapple. Literally the puppet. (laughs) The the pineapple puppet. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You just found that thing sexy for some reason. Thank God. Anana. (laughs) I love those eyes. <laughs> uh, the uh, Health and Social Services Department in Quebec it realized its error and deleted the tweet after it had been up for 30 minutes online. Wow!
1: You know the problem is a lot of these things are automated, so they they schedule them the day before, especially over a long weekend and then it goes up automatically. Nobody's watching the Twitter feed, and that's why it stays up so long.
0: They did put out an apology to its 103,000 followers. Make it 103,001 now. (laughs) I'm just waiting for the next gaffe. (laughs) <laughs> due to a, only OnlyFans. Due to a situation beyond our control, a link with inappropriate content was posted on our Twitter account. They say, we're looking for the causes. We are sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or you're welcome for the fun image and your new right. fetish. <laughs>
0: What, what? Like, what happened? What were you copying and pasting? Why were you... How did that link? Because human error, you'd think, would be the only way that could happen. So unless someone was sending a fetish video to a friend and then forgot what was on their clipboard... Exactly, exactly. That's the only explanation I can kind of come up with. I'm not the most techn- technological guy here. Yeah, yeah.
1: But when was the last time you saved an adult video link? When, like, if you copied it, do you keep a bunch of notes and, you know, in your phone to go back to? Is it to send to a friend, yeah. like you said? I just. A friend or a lover? What? You
0: know, the French have many lovers. <laughs> it's a different culture over there, you know? <laughs> right. They wanted to send the foot fetish video to their, their sexy footed lover. Hmm.
1: I don't know. But, you know, you'd think you'd be able to track down who posted it and pr- hopefully get them in trouble. Like it's, It could have been worse, but it's quite embarrassing for a government body, pun not intended, to be posting this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and They'll figure out who it was, and I'm sure everyone who works in the office with that person yeah. is going to be wearing closed-toed shoes <laughs> moving forward. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim Podcast. And we've got an update here for you. We were talking about this guy months ago, we knew this investigation was happening, but it has wrapped up. A YouTuber has been found guilty of intentionally crashing his plane to try and get clicks online. Jim. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. This was, uh, I think, from about a year ago when the video surfaced. It's a uh, his guy's is Trevor Jacob. He's got 134,000 subscribers on YouTube. Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a big deal. Anyway, he posted this video and it got like 2 million views and the video was called I crashed my plane. Now maybe that should have been the first hint that he did it on purpose, but allegedly like he was saying that his his engine died, he was over some mountains. It's like a very remote area, so uh, throughout the video his, his uh, propeller stops moving, he's over these woods, and he eventually bails out of the plane itself. still in the plane so he dives out headfirst from the plane lands in some trees we examine
0: the evidence and it it seems set up for a number of reasons one these youtube or instagram videos that people post Terrible acting. A lot of the time. All these prank videos. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to pull a prank on my wife. And she doesn't know. And she clearly knows. Hey, what are you doing there? You know, it's the worst acting ever. Two, this guy's got nine different camera angles. (laughs) Somehow,
1: yeah. When he jumps out of the plane, he's carrying the the cell phone on the remote selfie stick. Why would you have that phone running already? And uh, you know, the people who actually looked into it, the FAA did a huge investigation on this. And number one, he was already wearing the parachute because the video is on the wing of the whole of the whole flight. He's wearing a parachute the whole flight, which is not a standard procedure. Usually, yeah, it's in yeah. the back, and then you put it on as soon as you hit some trouble. Uh, and there's a few other uh, red flags. Red flags. His story changed a few times. Uh, he made no attempt to contact uh, air traffic control while he was having these problems, which is standard procedure. Yeah, my engine's not working. What do I do? Of course. Yeah, maybe they can find a, uh, an airstrip for you that's in the area that maybe you're not aware of. Uh, he didn't even try that. Yeah. Um, and it looked like there was a few places in the area with uh, within gliding range in which you could have made a safe landing, so maybe some fields or something like that. And just, do you think this is bad acting? Here he is after he landed, Taz. Maybe you can, maybe he's a good actor, bad actor, I don't know. I guess I should probably document what's going on. I cut my finger pretty bad. Got my elbow. I'm just so happy to be alive. I'm just kind of... Taking in what just happened. Well, where the hell am I going to land a freaking plane? I'm going to die. That's why I always freaking fly with a parachute. On. <laughs> hmm, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. This is the Taz
0: and Jim Podcast. Best of Taz and Jim. Podcast.